0: Hi, my name is Arman and you're listening to the Yes, I am podcast. At this podcast, we have vulnerable and venting conversations full of integrity with guests about their life stories and how it influences who they are today. You can follow me on Instagram at ArmanAskz to stay connected. And for more information, you can follow the Yes, I am podcast on Instagram at YIA underscore yes, I am. And now let's get inspired. the same podcast, Taylor. How are you doing?
1: I am good, thank you so much.
0: I remember it was a couple weeks ago or like a month or two months ago, you posted something on your story that you are not feeling well and you need motivation.
1: I did, yes. What was going on? Um, Honestly, it was just, I just didn't have like the want to be better. Like There was a while there that I was getting up at 7.30 in the morning and I was mm-hmm. eating healthy and doing good, and I don't know where it switched, but at some point, it's, I do this up and down all the time. I feel like most of us do, where yeah. there's some times where we're lazy and don't want to do mm-hmm. anything, and then there's like a week where you are so motivated and you get everything done. Yeah. Um, but I was just on one of those down slopes, and I just, normally I can find something that'll like take me back into my yeah. let's get going phase, yeah. and I just couldn't, and I just needed some help of where else to go. Um, yeah, I wouldn't say it was like a depression or anything like that. It was more just like, I'm just a little frustrated right now, and I just need some help to figure out what to do next. but um yeah, that was that's kind of all. Um I feel like a lot of people did take it a lot deeper than it meant to be. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was more just like, I want some advice on where to go with this.' rather than, like, I really need help. But there were so many people that reached out and were really? so, so kind. People i never even met before. Mm-hmm. And they just messaged me, like, hey, like, I hope you're doing okay or whatever. And I was like, I w- I wasn't looking for anything like this, but, like, thank you so much. It's <laughs> so nice. And I got a ton of people. There was one of my friends that's up in Portland, and she wrote, like, a whole list of podcasts to listen to. And, like, even one of my old teachers, like, from high school messaged me and was like, Hey, try this or whatever. It was no just really way. Yeah, wow. it was really cool to see all the people that would help me even though that's mm-hmm. not what I was looking for. Like it just ended up happening. So that was cool.
0: There are like five emotions you are experiencing right now.
1: Five emotions. Excited, stressed, mm, nervous. I'm bad at adjectives. Uh, that's an adjective right um a descriptive yeah. word right yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're both <laughs> like I don't know that's some like middle school high school stuff I don't know um when I'm alone by myself I'd say I guess I feel most myself when I'm by myself just because yeah um probably like peace yeah is that five I think is that four four Uh
0: Excited, stressed, nervous, peaceful.
1: Mm.
0: I've been bringing this up recently a lot in the podcast. I feel like mm. there's a box that we all have within our heart that um, we have locked. And we have not let those feelings in that box out. Do you think you have any of those feelings in, the, in that box, which is like very very deep down with you and you don't even want anyone to know about them
1: um, I feel like I'm going to go home and be like oh my gosh yes but off, <laughs> the top, off the top of my head right now no I share a lot of my emotions with like my close friends and like my you boyfriend do. and stuff yeah I'm a pretty open person when it comes to that stuff especially with my boyfriend just because mm-hmm. I want him to no know anymore. everything yeah so I'm never hiding anything or getting mad for no That's reason fair. or that yeah. kind of stuff yeah pretty good about sharing all that
0: um, Let me ask you this. Uh, where does this trend of um, just sharing how you really feel come from? Because that's where
1: yeah, yeah, I've noticed that, that a lot of people don't like to share. Yeah. But I've noticed as things have happened in my life, like, my dogs died. Or, like, something that I haven't had anything really traumatic in my life happen. I've been very grateful and blessed mm-hmm. to have a very pretty good life. Mm-hmm. But anything, like, something does happen that hurts... I want to tell everybody. <laughs> really? I do, yeah. I'm I'm not sure why or where that came from. I'm an only child. I, you are? I mean, I have two older siblings, yeah. but they're 15 years older than me, never lived with me, have a different dad. Like, I'm an only child at home. And so I don't know why, but I've always just shared everything with my parents. I've never hidden anything. Even if I've done something wrong, I'll probably go tell them. Cause really? I, I don't know, yeah. I just don't feel like I've ever had to hide anything. And I've never been, like... I've never felt bad for saying things that I felt. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's made me comfortable to just kind of say whatever I feel. Um, yeah, like when my dog passed away, that was a big deal because mm-hmm. he was like my best friend. But um, yeah. instantly I was like, I gotta go home to my parents and tell them, talk to them. Like, I just need, yeah. to, I just need to be with somebody. Yeah. Like, I just don't want to be alone ever. I like to be with other people. And I feel like that's a pretty healthy way of looking at things. Mm-hmm. Like, my boyfriend was like, this is so weird. Like, I would go lock myself in a room for hours and <laughs> you just want to go talk to everybody and tell everybody. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just how I grieve and get through things. I'm not, not sure where it came from, though. Because my parents have always hidden a lot of emotions from me. So, like, I feel like I would do the same, but I don't. <laughs>
0: They did hate a uh, lot of emotion from you.
1: Yeah, just with things like they've never really explained how we are with money or like them mm-hmm. fighting or stuff. They usually keep that behind closed doors. Yeah, like, they they don't like to put that pressure on me at all. So I've mm-hmm. never really had to deal with anything like that.
0: But they were were they like accepting of you coming and talking to them? Yeah,
1: yeah, they're always super. Uh, they always would listen and would kind of just. Um, my mom's the best person I give advice, so. Really? Yeah, she's a super good advice giver. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Would you say, um, when you go talk to them, they more, would they like to more give you, um, advice or, like, they are listeners and then if you ask, they give you advice?
1: Um, they like to just give advice, usually. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes. Parents. Yes. Sometimes I'm like, I don't want advice, I just want to complain, so leave me alone. (laughs) But a lot of the times, I did want advice because I never know where to go with mm-hmm. things, which I feel like has helped and hurt me in ways because as I've gotten older, I can't make decisions for myself. I always have to ask somebody. And so I think that's kind of hurt me in a way. Mm-hmm. And I've tried to learn how to just make my own decision and learn to live with whatever I've made. Yeah. But every decision ever, I still call my mom. And I'm like, what do I do? <laughs> She's like, can you just make this decision for yourself? no, I can't, I'm sorry, <laughs> you have to tell me what I'm supposed to do, <laughs> so.
0: Have you talked to her about like the fact that you're scared of future?
1: Yeah, yeah, they know. Mm-hmm. Um, they're pretty apt on me getting, making a career right out of college and want mm-hmm. me to start making money, which, I mean, any parent wants you to be successful right after you leave, but I just don't think that's my path right now, and I, I'm i trying to come to terms that that's okay. <laughs> But it's hard because that's kind of my entire life was school, college, career, school, college, career. And that's like the typical path. But Mm -hmm. then there's this other half of me that's like, I don't want to do that. I want to go travel and I want to not follow like the basic path that everybody follows. So.
0: Well, that's uh, that's a great thing. I think that's um, a question that people ask themselves. Like, Mm -hmm. what is it? What is the right path for me? And then you come up with this answer of I don't know what that path is, but I just don't want it to be a typical path. Yeah. You know, top of me.
1: Which, that's out of my comfort zone. That's Mm -hmm. super scary to think that I don't want to do what I was supposed to do my whole life. Like, that's Mm -hmm. terrifying. And what if I fail, and what if I don't make enough money to be able to do that, and now I'm just sitting there doing nothing. It's definitely a thing that I've been struggling with, but slowly, as the days go by, I feel like I figure it out a little bit more and more each day, and then maybe I get set back Back a little bit, then maybe I make my way forward a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. The typical path that I feel like we all take.
0: And you said you you kinda you're scared of uh failing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely scared of failing and definitely the unknown. I hate not knowing things. Like I really I plan my days to the hour. Okay. Yeah. So like in it'll be like shower, homework. Uh, gym, wow. like, yeah, you're I've, that organized? Yes, I no plan everything to the hour because I don't want to not, I don't want to like not know what I'm doing. I just need to feel like I have organized. How does that feel?
0: Like, how does spon- being spontaneous feel?
1: Spontaneous, um, yeah. really exciting, <laughs> <laughs> really scary. Um, like a year ago or two years, mm-hmm. it's probably two or three years ago now, mm-hmm. um i ended up finding um you, i'm sure you've heard of them. yes theory yeah I know. yeah yeah. yeah i ended yeah. up finding them like three years ago and i was like wow this is so cool they say yes to the most random things ever yeah. like i want to do that yeah so then since then i've just followed them and been yeah. like i'm gonna start saying yes to more things like especially this podcast when yeah. i first read your thing i was like nope <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's terrifying yeah and i was like no, we're gonna say yes because it's uncomfortable and I need to do stuff out of my comfort zone. I actually have a ring from Miss Theory that says yes on it. Oh, really? Yeah, you it got it from
0: their safe the Discover collection?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I it says that. yes around it to remind me to get out of my comfort zone and not be so held down by my scared tendencies of not of the unknown. <laughs> well,
0: has, like, Or have or what door saying yes has opened up for you?
1: Um, oh, my gosh. I feel like there's so many. Um, everything with cheer. Mm. That I guess cheer happened, college cheer happened before I ended up doing that. Yeah. But that was a risk I took was trying out for college cheer. Really? Yeah, yeah. I wasn't going to do it. And then I just randomly was like, you know what? We're just going to try out. And now four years later, I'm the captain for two years. And mm-hmm. I love it. And I just ended cheer. And I don't know what I'm going to do with my life after that. Because cheer is like my identity right now. So, have to figure out where to go from there.
0: Wow. A not yeah. slower.
1: Yeah, and I've cheered since I was five years old. So really? Yeah, cheer is literally my identity. I've never not had a life where I'm like, somebody asked me to do something, I'm like, let me check my cheer schedule. Like
0: Oh really? Yeah, just because wow.
1: in all growing up I had competitions all on the weekends and practiced during the weeks. And then um in high school I also did high school cheer as well mm-hmm. as as All Star. Then when I stopped both those, I was like, yeah. I can't not have cheer, so then I started college cheer, and it's just always been based around that. I even I base my school around it. I base everything around it just because I love it so much.
0: What does cheer mean to you? Like, why? What is it that you just love it?
1: I don't know anything else. <laughs> I literally don't know anything else. But the I think the family that comes out of it is the best. Mm-hmm. Um, all the Beaver alumni, especially like they all live up in Portland now, but I still talk to them daily. Like. They're all 28, 29, 30, and they're still like staying in contact with us. Really? I think that's really cool the way that Beaver Cheer has made kind of this family and this alumni association. Like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: we are always giving back to the team. And now mm-hmm. I'm technically an alumni, and I will never just ignore Beaver Cheer ever again. Like that's yeah. that's like family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I did think about doing Blazers. It's just a drive from here, and you don't get paid very much. So. Mm-hmm. It's oh, a you No, no. I'm not sure exactly how much, but it's not very much. And making the drive, if I s- choose to stay to live in Corvallis, then that's a lot. That's a big commitment. And they're doing, like, almost every single NBA game. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. So, yes, I've thought about it, and if I move up there, I'll possibly try out. Mm-hmm. But if not, it's not the end of the world. I think I really want to coach or something coach. along those long lines. Yeah, just to kind of stay in the world of cheer. Um, but I love teaching people and coaching people I think it's so cool to see somebody learn from you and excel at what they're doing so I think that would be really cool there's my old chair gym there's one here in Lebanon there's Beaver here. I could mm-hmm. stay and hang with like any of it super super cool
0: so three words three, um categories that have came up that sounds like you are very passionate about yeah one um creating a family
1: mm-hmm.
0: it it could be your own family or like the cheer family
1: mm-hmm.
0: cheerleading itself
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: and travel mm-hmm.
1: yeah you pretty much got my entire life right there <laughs> that's that's all of it <laughs> even in my workplaces i work look for like that I don't like big corporations. I like small, really? like family run places. Yeah, the tap house I'm at, family run. Mm-hmm. Um, the winery is a family run business. I worked at Wilco for like a year and I just could not do it. It's I was just a number, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't like that feeling as much. So yeah, that's pretty much exactly what you got.
0: Very interesting thing you just said. You don't want to be just an a plus to a population. Yeah,
1: yeah I like to feel the connection and like feel like I, I have meaning and whatever I'm working for has meaning. I think that shows in cheerleading too. Is like I want to be part of something and um, be, feel connected with other people. So
0: is the meaning that's very, very important to you, or like, like, ju- or just have one specific meaning? Like, does it do? Doesn't matter for you what's the purpose of that corporation, group, or whatever, or mm-hmm. you just want them to do something good?
1: Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't really care about like what the actual meaning is. I mean, there's some things I wouldn't want to do. Yeah. But in general, I just like any any type of meaning, anything that brings brings people together. I think is really cool. Yeah.
0: Do you do you actively do that within your own friends? Like, uh, do you bring people together? Or yes. Like, are you I'm, are you the planner type of?
1: Yes, I'm the one that throws the parties. I'm the one that. I'm never, invited. <laughs> what? I'm never invited. Oh,
0: I'm never invited. Sorry. Next time. <laughs> but yes, I'm the one
1: that I'm the one that texts the group chat yeah. and coordinates things. And yeah. I've I've been that since I was young. Really? Yeah, I think my parents really had a role in that too, of like, hey, invite your friends over, invite your friends mm-hmm. over. Like don't go to their house, invite your friends over. So wow. I think that's just kinda stayed with me as I've gotten older and Yeah, everybody's always at my house, so
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Your house is, like, the house I ever want to go to, and it's, like, the door's always open, and...
1: Um, not as much anymore, just because I'm in a small apartment with okay. a girl that's not in cheer. Okay. But if anyone was to ever text me, like, can I come over? I'm, like, yes, immediately, you're welcome. Over. Really? Wow. Yeah. Or if I do, like, game night with Beaver Cheer, like, everybody <laughs> will come to my house. So, yes and no.
0: Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Interesting.
1: Yeah.
0: I want to ask you a question, which has been um a theme for me recently, mm-hmm. and you as a community builder, someone that brings people together, if you can choose five people that you're going to have a minimum of two hour conversation with every day, Mm
1: -mm.
0: and these are the people that you need to stick with for at least one year, unless something very dramatic happens and everyone votes that person out of the group, how would you go uh, what would be a process for you to choose these five people?
1: Mm, I think I would start with a bigger group of people that uh, that I really like and I look up to.
0: And these are the people that are already in your social network. Keep that in mind. Okay. It's, it's not like we're not talking about celebrities, okay, things like cool. that. Yeah, people that you already know.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah I would look at how they have affected my life so far and if I want their advice for things if it's those type of people in my life Um, and then from there to get it down to a smaller group I would probably look at how other people see or the people in the group see each other because if they're going to vote each other out then you would want them to all get along too if they don't get along. Because you said mm-hmm. if they if they dis- or agree to vote somebody out they can vote somebody out, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or, or there will be a systematic way of uh, someone leaving mm-hmm. basically. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't like fighting so I would try to make the peace as much as I could with the people in the group. I think I kind of cater to other people sometimes as well as myself. So I would start with who I think, and then narrow it down to the people that could get along and stay in the group together so nobody gets voted out.
0: <laughs> so it's not about like, who necessarily you comfortable with, it will be like if those people are also comfortable with each yeah. other. Okay, yeah. Okay, okay, interesting. Yeah. And then um, do you want people to be in that group that have a difference of opinion, or do you want to be people that are, when you say get along, they can like basically just have basically the same values and principles?
1: Um, I'd say they can have different values and principles and stuff, as but as long as they're open-minded and can hang out, then that's totally fine by me. I would say I'm somebody that doesn't always have the same values as other people or mm-hmm. or my friends. Some of my friends don't, mm-hmm. but we can all get along. Like, mm-hmm. it it doesn't bother me at all. So, yeah.
0: As so long like can get along with them, you. Yeah, as long as
1: they're all open-minded and um, willing to listen to others
0: wow that's a, that's a that's a big one you said, yeah, willing to listen to others, yeah, is that something you look for in your community like before like choosing a friend,
1: yeah, yeah, for sure. It's who am I gonna trust and who will be able to listen to me, mm-hmm. and I can listen to them, <laughs> yeah,
0: when it comes to community building um I wanna know your opinion about um, social media social media because social media is former that we at least spent hours mm-hmm. you know in it
1: yeah I think social media is a good and bad thing <laughs> it's mm-hmm. it definitely brings people together I mean we wouldn't be here without it and um, you can make just, the main thing is really just making connections on it other than that I feel like I I'm sucked into it, no doubt. But mm-hmm. I feel that I'm not as bad as some of my friends where some of my friends are on it 24-7 and mm-hmm. are looking at how their photos look on their feed and all this stuff where I've tried to change my perspective of I'm just going to post what I want to post. I've taken the likes off of my pictures. I think that's a really cool thing that Instagram has done is mm-hmm. been able to take the like count off and the comment count mm-hmm. off and stuff because I just don't think it's, it's worth it. We don't need to be fighting over who has the most likes yeah (laughs) Yeah, because I definitely got to that phase of my life where I was like okay this horizontal picture doesn't get as many likes as my (laughs) vertical picture so I have to post vertical pictures and I have to post more than one at a time yeah whereas now I'm like I don't care I just want to post things that I like to post and I think the world is kind of starting to shift there in some ways Mm -hmm. because I notice a lot of people kind of do the same thing now but we still have a lot of work to do I think in the social media aspect yeah
0: it, it's it's very you're a very interesting person and like <laughs> you really um, remind me of a lot of things that I personally think about you know because um, you talked about the sense of building of family and a community um, and uh, for me personally a, the reason I got to do create a community right now that I'm with, was basically because I could not find a community that really really uh, I can feel belong to so I decided instead of trying to find a community I will create a community hmm. how was it for you
1: oh that's really hard mm, probably what I probably what can I align with because I tend to be a follower of the mm, I don't want to say that. I was going to say I tend to be a follower of the group, but I'm not always a follower of the group. Mm-hmm. I have my own opinions. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I, whatever group I'm in, I try to like balance myself to fit in with that, that group while, while still being myself. I don't know how to explain that. That's so hard. Um, but then I've also always created my own groups as being the one that kind of starts the hey, let's get this group together and hang out because mm-hmm. I think we would all mesh well. I, I feel like I'm a pretty flexible person. I can kind of do either. Yeah. I can be the one to be like, hey, I'm going to start my own thing here. But at the same time, my um, to make my own group is getting out of my comfort zone. So I tend to go into other groups more so. Mm-hmm. But I will make my own group if I have to. That's
0: the best way. So let's put the scenario this way. Um, you're going to lose all of your friends right now, and you are you're even in a in a, in a place in a country that you don't even know their language. Let's first with your emotions, how you're feeling? Um, and you cannot pick up your phone and call any of your friends.:
1: so Yeah, probably terrified. Terrified? Yeah. yeah, but I think a part of me would be excited too, because it's a really? new, new adventure, yeah. Yeah. As I've got I wouldn't have said that a couple of years ago. I would just say terrified, but I think now it's I'm a little more excited to see a different way of life.
0: Would you say you would you would enjoy your alone time?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I would. I'm a pretty independent person, so I think mm-hmm. I'd be okay. I'm trying to like think about how when I was younger, I would travel by myself and go visit people, which I would go to visit people, but I would travel along the way by myself. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. I would thrive off of that. Really? Yeah. I, would, I talk to more people when I'm, like, mm-hmm. new people when I'm alone. And I feel a lot more, like, confidence when I'm alone. Whereas I'm in a group, I can kind of hide in the group. Mm-hmm. But when I'm by myself, I think I would, I would thrive. I would be scared at first, but I think I would end up thriving.
0: And that, that being scared is basically because it's out of your comfort zone, right?
1: Yeah, it's out of my comfort zone. hmm
0: and then you're, I remember you said when you're out of comfort zone, when you wanna go out of your comfort zone, it's scary. Yeah. And uh, you're afraid of the failure. Yes,
1: f- afraid of failing. But I think once I take steps in the right direction to like build my confidence, then I think I can I can keep trying to um, build from that.
0: Would you say you're an overall confident person?
1: I'm overall confident? I would say so, yeah. I, I mean, we all have our moments that we don't feel so confident, but yeah. I would say, more so than not I'm a pretty confident person yeah I I like myself (laughs) which is cool
0: where does the confidence come from is it internal do you think or
1: um yeah a lot of it's internal a lot of it's from my family they've Mm -hmm. always been super supportive and Mm -hmm. um confidence building but yeah a lot of it I just get from the inside or my friends I like I'm just a pretty well I feel like I'm a well-balanced person of like having it The confidence internally, but also receiving it externally from the people around me. I think a lot of my confidence comes from cheer as well, too, with my team and being captain. I think where I was trying to go with the respect thing was, like, um, when my teammates trust me and respect me enough to follow my lead, uh, that gives me a lot of confidence, too.
0: Do you work hard to gain respect, or do you expect respect?
1: I think that I've worked hard to earn respect but in the process I didn't know I was working hard to earn respect I was just yeah I was
0: like a reward type of thing yeah
1: I was just working hard to make myself feel better but then I Mm -hmm. think because of that I ended up gaining respect from others gotcha yeah I wasn't looking to be the captain of the cheer team or anything it just I just wanted to be my best in the program and and then I was able to make that happen and I think people saw that and just grew to respect me and what I've done
0: do you feel comfortable being vulnerable?
1: I would say yes, overall. It's kind of not a black or white situation to me, it's a very gray. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, at times I, I can be vulnerable and at times not.
0: What is vulnerability to you?
1: Vulnerability is like sharing the things that you wouldn't share with just anybody and coming out of your comfort zone.
0: <laughs> Sometimes vulnerability is not having the strength to share, but you say you still share it with somebody. So for you, not sharing it is not in the picture. Is that right? Yeah. Because I remember at the beginning you talked about you're just comfortable like talking about how yeah. you feel. And you know, uh, the again, uh, the, the, the box I told you that like a lot of feelings is, is in it. Mm-hmm. Those feelings are coming from our insecurities and how we really feel within ourselves and talking about those is vulnerable mm-hmm. you know and we don't want to talk about them you know Is those conversations that we even we start having them it really triggers all of our emotions yeah you know and then you you brought up at the beginning that you don't really think there's something going on and there's peace and there is excitement going on mm-hmm. and right now you it's it's very fascinating i mean um <laughs> This is, uh, this is a, probably the first conversation I had. Really? Yes. <laughs> that uh, I'm talking to someone that's also, also very, very open. Mm-hmm. As soon as we start talking, I was like, Okay, uh she is so confident. Oh, she know <laughs> Yeah, she's so confident. She is very uh open about like sharing and stuff. I feel like whatever I ask you about your personal story, you probably share, you know, like Yeah. Yeah. You're like you, you don't care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> because that's a similar way I see about I, I think about it, but like a lot of people they're like it's hard for them to share. Mm-hmm.
1: Which is reasonably like that's understandable. A lot oh, it of people is. don't want to air out their their problems and their issues and stuff, but I just think that that's the healthiest way to do it. As long as you're uh, handling it well, you mm. know? Like, as long as you're airing it out in healthy ways, is what I'm trying to say, by, like, talking with people you trust and that kind of stuff, where I could see people having a hard time with it if they maybe didn't have some someone to talk to growing up, or, like, maybe their parents weren't as... Um, Accepting. Yes, yes, thank you. Accepting mm-hmm. or understanding, yeah. But luckily, I've been been pretty lucky with what I've had in my life. So I I don't take advantage, but I use it to my advantage. <laughs> it's one of my favorite lines I've mm. heard when I was in high school, and I was like, "That's so true." I, I don't want to take advantage of my life, but I
0: use it as my advantage. Use
1: to, use it. Thank you. Use it to my advantage. Wow,
0: yeah. that's very interesting. Mm-hmm. And so you would say, basically, you do not build a mountain of emotions.
1: No, not really. Wow. Yeah.
0: That's a strength for itself. You know, emotions are like earthquake. Mm-hmm. When you have small earthquakes, you're avoiding the big earthquake. But at the same time, yeah. the small earthquake is not going to have as much damage than the big earthquake is going to have. The earth is yeah. going to destroy. It. It's going to explode. But yeah. small earthquakes, just like a little bit of energy getting released, mm-hmm. you know, once in a while. And uh, when you keep avoiding the small earthquakes, you keep building all this absorbed energy and then, when it releases yeah boom
1: yeah yeah i'd say in like all my relationships i if i have little things that come up i just try to communicate communication is a huge thing in my life and i can't be in a friendship or dating somebody that can't communicate with me wow i hate it (laughs) like no if i'm if i'm wrong you need to tell me because i don't want to be hurting your feelings or building up to explode later exactly what she said. Um, I've definitely been through like relationships and friendships where it's built up and exploded when I was younger. Mm -hmm. So then I've kind of learned from that to say that I, I need to communicate rather than let this explode because that's when relationships are ruined, so yeah.
0: How does it feel? How does it feel sharing how you feel with others and not keeping it to yourself?
1: How does it feel? Um, makes me feel like empowered and like I'm healthy handling it because I do hear all the time of people not being able to do that so pretty like proud of myself Mm -hmm. I think is a good word because when I'm doing it I don't even realize I'm doing it until I I I sit here now and look back and I'm like yeah I guess that is what I do, and it makes me feel good. Like I am headed in the right direction too. Yeah, I can always build. Everybody can always be better and always build, but. Oh yeah? Yeah, I think I've, I've got a good start to it, to keep going.
0: 100%. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the H- episode I ask, what's the biggest lesson you have learned? And you coming off from a very, very, very different background. What's the biggest lesson you ever learned in your life?
1: Biggest lesson? Mm. There, I feel like there's so many little things that are popping into my head that I'm trying to think of the best one.
0: The one that you stand by, basically. It's like your mm-hmm. core value within you.
1: I would say communication is key but we kind of already talked about that so what is a big thing for me though um maybe maybe like the cliche thing of you everything happens for a reason and you never know till you try I know both of those are so cliche but I live my life by everything happens for a reason if something didn't go right well there's a reason that it happened, and like, let's find what the reason is for that. And the whole yes thing of like, I just just say yes because you never know what's gonna come out of it,
0: yeah. Looking back to your, uh, out of your comfort zone, you said the the fear of failure. Mm-hmm. So you don't know until you try.
1: Yep, exactly, yes. That's what I'm trying to do more of. <laughs> <laughs> and I've definitely gotten better, so I'm pretty proud of that.
0: Wow, wow. Thank you, Taylor. Yeah, thank um, you so much. We, we, we call ourselves yes, I am because you can end this yes, I am phrase with anything that represents you or you want to be that person. And I am wondering for Taylor, what would be, what would you say? Yes, I am what? Uh, yes, I am. Uh,
1: yes, I am confident. I'd say that.
0: i love that that's i mean it's crazy because that's my word i don't know oh really yeah
1: okay
0: yes that's that's basically one the word that i put
1: oh nice yeah (laughs) that's
0: what i'm telling it's crazy (laughs) thank you for listening to this episode if you enjoyed it make sure to subscribe and share with your friends and as always yes i am